It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Head over to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, we're going to talk about Jesse Winker. That dude was raking in 2020. You're going to break down his season and look forward to what's to come for the wink. But first, I got to do a little housekeeping because yesterday on the podcast, I teased, you know, we would call that a tease in the business, getting ready for what's to come. I teased that there was a Trevor Bauer rumor out there, and then I never told you what that rumor was. I was reading the other day in a New York uh, website talking about some baseball stuff that Trevor Bauer mentioned on one of his latest YouTube videos that he really admired Steve Cohen. He really liked the new owner of the Mets, and he really admired the way that he went about his business saying that he, you know, interacted a lot on Twitter with fans and stuff like that, and he liked the fact that Steve Cohen did that. And, of course, they parlayed that into, oh, Trevor Bauer would totally be a Met if he could, which I, I, I think it's kind of funny, and it's a little bit of a commentary on Reds fans. It's a little bit of commentary on you and me that they are taking this little thing that he admires the way that Steve Cohen goes about his business. And they're saying, oh, well, he would totally choose the Mets over the Yankees. They're like latching on to any little thing here. There have been several things that he can latch on to here in the city of Cincinnati. But we are still looking at it as, oh, yeah, man, there's no way he's coming back. There's no way that the Reds are going to be able to retain the services of Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is a different guy. He is his own player. We, we attribute this idea that if he is given more money by a team, he's automatically going to take that deal. There's still a chance, as long as the Reds deal is a competitive offer, you know, if he ends up turning it down and going to another team, we will never know what the Reds deal, what, what the Reds offer was to him. 
But if it's close, say say it's like you know thirty three million dollars from the Mets, maybe twenty eight from the Reds, and he takes that. That's going to surprise everybody, number one. But number two, that just shows that he is his own guy if, if, if that were to happen. And he has said before, he wants the right situation. He wants a situation that fits his agenda. Something where, not necessarily like he's running the team or anything, but he's got a contender. He's got a team that will allow him to pitch on shorter rest than just every five days. He's got a team that he likes his teammates. He likes his coaches. The Reds check all of those boxes. The only box that we're worried about is the money side of things. Who knows? I mean, I I, I looked at that rumor and I thought, man, that... There are Mets people that are going crazy over the fact that he made some comments that were favorable about their new owner, which don't get me wrong. If I was a Mets fan, I'd I'd be really, really happy about my new ownership. It's a lot better than what they had. But at the same time, that's not even close to the amount of things, the amount of positivity that Trevor Bauer has exuded toward the Reds. In fact, think of it this way. like I, I, I've produced a couple of times for Lance McAllister on 700 WLW Sports Talk. He was on a couple of those shows. He was on a, a, a Reds Hot Stove League show celebrating his Cy Young. He doesn't have to do that. He's a free agent. And that's regurgitating a talking point that Lance McAllister has, but I kind of agree with it. It's like there's something to be said about a guy who's not employed by that team anymore doing engagements for the team. His company, Bauer Outage, is collaborating with the Reds Community Fund for that Cy Young t-shirt. If you've seen my Twitter, at Jeff Carr with three Fs, I took a picture of the shirt, Cy Bauer. I got it in the mail the other day. I'm super pumped about it. But he's collaborating with the Reds Community Fund. He's a free agent pitcher. He doesn't have to do that, but he is. There's lots to latch on here that does not necessarily have to do with the dollar signs that are on that dotted line. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that's still a big deal for him. I'm sure that that's something because if you're a professional sports player, I don't care what sport it is, if you're a professional sports player, you understand that there's a short shelf life there. You understand that at any moment, some kind of injury could happen and your career could be over. I hate to say it, but look at the NBA with Clay Thompson. I, I hate because I love watching that dude play, but he he might be looking at, Definitely a shorter career than he thought. Maybe his career's over. Who knows? He could probably still come back and have a pretty good career. Obviously, I'm a baseball podcaster. I'm not a basketball guy. But when you look at situations like that where he he goes from one season-ending injury to another season-ending injury, that's just not the best of things right there. So your career can end at any time. So get as much money as you can. But on the same token, I don't think that money – is everything when it comes to Trevor Bauer. So who knows? Maybe we're discounting the ability for the Reds to bring him back. That would be pretty awesome if he came back. Now, don't get me wrong. There, there's 
points uh, to ponder with this because he can't be the only move that the Reds make. If he does come back, the Reds can't stop there because with the team that they had, he the team won 55% of his starts. So it's not as if Trevor Bauer by himself makes the Reds a better team. They've got to work around him. And I've actually got a locked on Reds line thing that I'm going to talk about here in just a second. And we're still going to talk about Jesse Winker, I promise. I, I, I ended up talking a lot more about Trevor Bauer than I thought in this episode, but we're, we're going to get to Jesse Winker. But I just I thought that was interesting when you break that rumor down and you see all of the other signs with Trevor Bauer and the Reds. I don't know why we don't have more positive vibes about it. Now, maybe it's because we're Reds fans, we're Cincinnati sports fans, and we've learned that to be jaded and to be guarded about our team means that in the end we're, we're, we're not as disappointed when things don't go the way that we want. But we're talking about sports. We're not talking about some kind of heavy thing like a relationship or a job or something like that. We're talking about sports. This is about entertainment. Let's be crazy positive. Let's be delusional in a positive way. I mean, why not? If you're overly positive about your sports team, what does that hurt you? I mean, yeah, sure, you could say, well, I get a little bit disappointed whenever they lose. Eh, So what? That lasts like a day. It's sports. And you know what? Now's the best time to grab a Built Bar. Yeah, I'm serious. There's a lot of great flavors out there on BuiltBar.com. And if you use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order of those great flavors. Cherry Barcia is absolutely my favorite. But you can also go cookies and cream. That tastes amazing. You got pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. That was one of the last ones that I tried, and it was very good as well. And they're very healthy for you. Snacks don't usually come with a good feeling behind them. You think, oh, boy, I've eaten too many of them. I'm not going to be healthy. I'm going to need to hit the gym. Well, guess what? Built Bar's not that way because it's only got four grams of sugar, four grams of fat, and 16 or sometimes 17 grams of protein. Check out BuiltBar.com, and with the promo code locked on, you'll save 20% off your next order. So you can try it at a discounted rate. I mean, this is the time of year with Black Friday coming up, and everybody's looking at gifts and stuff like that, looking at good deals. Here's a good deal for you. Built Bar. Get an amazing snack and get 20% off with the promo code locked on at BuiltBar.com. Now, here's this. I I just got done talking about how the positivity of Trevor Bauer rumors coming back should be a lot greater than they are. But if we think about this objectively, I think Risto hits the nail on the head with this. He texted the Locked On Reds line at 513-549-0159, and he said, thought I'd weigh in on your survey, talking about the poll that I had up on the Locked On Reds Twitter account on would you rather sign Trevor Bauer and trade Tyler Malley for a top flight shortstop or keep Tyler Malley and sign a free agent shortstop. This is what Risto said. I say let Bauer go for several reasons. Soon he'll be 30 along with Moose, Shogo, and Joey. Pretty soon half the lineup will be 30 or older. Is that what we want for the long term? Also, let's stick with Malley. 
He's young with years of control left and developing into a first-rate starter, which will give the Reds three first-rate starters. The Reds have Lodolo and Green soon to be ready for the roster as well, so spend the money on a free agent shortstop. Chances are there may be some bargains out there without having to sell the farm. The 55% rate of wins is what he's talking about in Trevor Bauer starts just tells me that adding a bat is what is most needed for the team to win consistently. Also, with no designated hitter, the added bat will be needed all the more for the lineup. Lastly, the savings and salary can help to add a middle reliever to the bullpen to make up for the lost innings. Thank you, Risto. I appreciate that text. And that's true. I mean, if we're being objective about this, as as much as it would be nice to have Trevor Bauer back, I still go back to that stat, that the Reds won 55% of his starts. He was the best pitcher in the National League, unquestionably, on a solo base performance. When you look at his statistics and the way that he pitched, he was the best pitcher in the National League. But because of the makeup of the rest of the team, because the way the lineup performed, the way that they fielded, and all of that put together, the team won 55% of his starts. You figure that'd be higher. I figure that'd be higher. Whenever I looked at it, I couldn't believe it. And so I think that moving forward, I'm with Risto. Go for shortstop. And one of the reasons that I mentioned on yesterday's episode, talking about the just absolute absurdity of the trade rumor for Francisco Lindor, there are options out there on the open market that require only money. They do not require you to give up the guys that were in that rumor. It was half the Reds' farm system. For one year of Francisco Lindor, that's asinine when you look at the guys who are on the open market like Marcus Simeon and Andrelton Simmons and Didi Gregorius, guys that you can go get, guys that the Reds can just pay money and bring in and plug in as their everyday shortstop, at least for this year and, and you know for as long as they need to get Jose Garcia comfortable and ready to go because he is their shortstop of the future. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I have not changed my stance on that at all. I'm just not sure that he's ready to begin that future in 2021. So you can pay money to get a Marcus Simeon, and you can keep Tyler Malley, and you can maintain the pitching staff that you have, not necessarily saying that Tyler Malley will be next year's Cy Young. That would be amazing if that were to happen. But at the same token, can Tyler Malley pitch well enough to give the Reds the opportunity to win 55% of his starts? Absolutely. Can he pitch well enough that they win more than 55% of his starts if they add a top flight shortstop and maybe a, a another reliever or something to the uh, to the team. I believe that's the case as well. So Risto, I thank you for that text. That's true. So uh, look, here's the deal. That's kind of a bipolar podcast episode, and I didn't even talk about Jesse Winker. We'll do that on the next podcast. The player focused podcast for Jesse Winker will be on the next one. Sorry, kind of a uh, switcheroo there. But when I look at this whole Trevor Bauer thing, individually, I, I don't think that money will be the solo determining factor in what keeps him here, 
or pushes him to another team. But on the other side of the spectrum, I don't think that the Reds need to just absolutely shell out and be the highest bidder. And if they aren't, I don't think it's the end of the world. So that's going to do it for us here today on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, tell your smart device to play the Lockdown MLB podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you don't miss any episodes coming up this week. We'll have Chad Dotson on talking about an amazing story from back when Babe Ruth played for the Yankees and a time when he came to Redland Field before it was named Crosley Field in Cincinnati. And hopefully we'll also have John Fay on as well. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of that. But that'll do it for us here today. I'll talk to all of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.